Hello everyone! Welcome to the Sumulong Baptist Church Podcast. We are glad that you have chosen to join us in worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ through listening to God's Word. Hey, good morning. Welcome to our online services once again. Uh, we're so glad you could join us and uh, we're thankful we can meet together in this way. We ask you to keep praying for us. We're praying for you. Uh, keep praying for our church. And even during this quarantine, God is doing some amazing things. So let me tell you about our service last week. Uh, we had almost 14,000 views of that service on Facebook. The Facebook estimate is we reached over 20,000 people potentially, and then we had 10,000 unique views. So what does that mean? That means we're reaching more people with the gospel. And I want to say thank you to the 100 people that shared that service. Uh, that's a blessing, and that got the video to more people and got the gospel to more people. So let me ask you to do something each day. On our Facebook pages, we're posting new content, and uh, we have Bible verses, we have devotionals each day, and then we've got songs that we're posting in the evening. And so if uh, one of those things impacts you or you'd like to share all of those, share those with your friends on Facebook. That's a way that you can serve right now. You can reach out, and the gospel will be shared, and people will hopefully be encouraged by you. Okay, so thank you again for those who are doing that. And uh, thank you to everybody, our music team, our multimedia team that are helping making these service, services possible. We really appreciate that. Well, today we're starting a new series called Puzzled, uh, Making Sense of Your Life. You know, when something is missing, it's frustrating. So on that video that you saw in between the music and, and the service right now, you saw that puzzle of our family. By the way, that is a real puzzle, Okay. Um, but some of those pieces were easy to put together. Some it took longer. But you know, when something is missing, it's kind of frustrating. If you buy a Lego set for your child and you're trying to put together that Lego set and it's missing one or two pieces and you can't find those anymore, that's frustrating. When you go on a, a trip and you lose a piece of luggage, uh, that can ruin your whole vacation. Uh, when you have a puzzle, it's not complete until that last piece uh, goes in there. You know, life is a lot like a puzzle. Some pieces come easily and naturally, and you know right where they should go. But then there are other pieces that you really aren't sure what to do with. They just don't seem to fit. They don't seem to make sense in your life. We try to make things fit, and maybe God is saying to you, that piece doesn't go there, or that piece doesn't belong. And sometimes it's frustrating in our lives. When you're attempting to complete a puzzle, you can't always see the big picture either. You can't see how each piece fits into that big picture. But I like how it says it in 1 Corinthians 13, 12 in the NLT version. It says, now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. You may not understand everything right now, but one day in heaven, we will understand everything. Life is not easy right now. We have questions. Uh, we have frustrations. But there are always things like this in life. We might experience a job loss. Maybe you've experienced that during this time. You may be experiencing the pain of a wayward child. You might have experienced financial loss even before the quarantine happened. You might be going through a health crisis that has nothing to do with COVID-19. You might have experienced the loss of a loved one. Doors might be closing, and that missing piece or that difficult piece for you right now might be the home quarantine. Things may seem unclear right now, and we may not be able to see it now, 
but God is at work. God allows us to understand things in His timing. And we may not see it clearly today or tomorrow or next week, but God will reveal things to us in His timing. And every piece of the puzzle of our lives is like a gift. Every piece is important. The edges are the foundation. They're kind of like the anchor. But just like that puzzle of our family in the video, the pieces with our faces might seem like they're more important, and they were definitely easier to put together. But the puzzle isn't complete without every piece. Our lives are not complete without this quarantine. Our lives are not complete without the good times and the bad times. And this is helpful for us to remember, and we keep saying this, don't we? God is in control. You know, isn't this true when you put together a puzzle? One piece may not seem that important. Two pieces may not seem that important. But each piece begins to play its role in becoming part of something bigger. Each piece plays off of the other pieces, and when you put all of them together, it results in something beautiful. When you look at that one piece, it doesn't even make any sense. But when that one piece is put together with all other 1,999 pieces, however big your puzzle is, it turns out to be something beautiful. You know, many times in the Bible, God describes things in our lives, even the church, which you're going to read and we're going to read in Romans chapter 12, like pieces being put together. Let's read there in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 16. This is kind of a longer passage today, but we're going to be going through this in the next few weeks. But I want us to read here in Romans chapter 12, starting in verse 1. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say that everyone among you, not to think, uh, I say everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who acts, who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor, do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. And wow, there's so many great things in this passage, but I think that's one thing God is doing right now is he is humbling us. And he's showing us how important it is that we do fit together as he wants us to and how important it is to reach out to those around us. But we want you to remember this as we start this series. 
Each part is a piece of something much bigger. Every single instance of your life, every person in our church, you're a part of something bigger. God's plan for your life is something bigger than yourself. It's something bigger than you. It's something that we need to focus on. You are a part of something bigger, and that's God's kingdom. But I want you to also think of your life as different pieces being put together by God in your life. So let's think about all the different puzzle pieces in your life. Circumstances, relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, trials, pain, joy, opportunities, talents, and so many other things. And we'll be looking at this passage more in the coming weeks, and we'll be looking at these things. But right now, let's focus on the foundational things. Let's focus on what God is doing and really who God is. And I want you to follow along in your outlines with me this morning. But first of all, number one, your foundation must be sure and secure. Your foundation must be sure. There is only one foundation worth building your life on. The Bible says that you can build your house on the sand, but that's foolish. A wise man builds his house upon the rock. These are those foundational pieces of your life. You know, when I do a puzzle and I'm, I like to do puzzles, I like to put them together, I will find all of those edge pieces first because they're easier, right? That's the foundation. That gives the parameters. How big is this puzzle? And, and how long is this going to take me? And that gives me a framework uh, to work around. But there are foundational pieces of our lives. It's like the border pieces of our lives. And I want you to remember this, and I know you know this truth, but let's focus on it today. God is our foundation. God is our foundation. Look at 2 Timothy 2, verse 19. It says, but God's firm foundation stands, bearing the seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. God's firm foundation stands. He will never let you down. He will never fail you. And I know you're experiencing that in your life, but as we drag on through this quarantine and as we go through uh, different situations and we wonder, when is this going to be over? What's going to happen tomorrow? What is going to be next? We need to remember and we need to declare this truth and we need to say this to ourselves sometimes. God's foundation is sure. He will never falter. He will never let you down. He will never disappoint you. Foundations are so important for us, and God is our foundation. Look with me at Isaiah 33, also verses 5 and 6. It says, The Lord is exalted, for He dwells on high. He will fill Zion with justice and righteousness, and He will be the stability of our times. Abundance of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is Zion's treasure. Wow, what an incredible verse for what we're going through in the world right now. Look look again with me at verse 6. He will be the stability of our times. Can you write that down as you're taking notes this morning? Would you just write that down? Uh, look at it in your Bible or, or look it up. He will be the stability of our times. Abundance of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. For the fear of the Lord is Zion's treasure. Hey, when we put God in His proper place in our life and we have that healthy fear of God and we realize that He is the foundation, wow, amazing things will happen in our lives. 
abundance of salvation, wisdom. We'll learn lessons that we never would have learned before, but He is the stability of our times. Amen? Can somebody say amen to that? Can somebody comment amen in the comment section below? He is the stability of our times. You know, when you think about a good foundation, uh, what you, one of the things you don't think about is the leaning tower of Pisa. And I've got a picture of that I want to show you. They say that every year the leaning tower of Pisa is moving about one twentieth of an inch. It's off about 17 feet. We might think about that and look at it as an oddity. It's one of the most famous buildings in the world for all the wrong reasons. But do you know what the name Pisa means, the leaning tower of Pisa? It means marshy land. So where they built the Leaning Tower of Pisa, it wasn't a good foundation. And by the way, the foundation only goes down about 10 feet deep. It's not a a big enough foundation for that size of that building. No wonder it's leaning. Okay, Build your foundation on the rock. Build your foundation on God. But also, I want to remind us that Christ is our cornerstone. Christ is our cornerstone. Look with me at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. If we learn nothing else from this quarantine, this shutdown, this trial, let it be this. There is no foundation except Jesus Christ for the Christian. You cannot depend on your business. You cannot depend on your education. You cannot depend on your own wisdom. You can't depend on your finances. You can't depend on anyone except Jesus Christ. Amen? And when everything is stripped away from us, and everything has been seemingly stripped away from us, all we can do is look to Jesus. What a blessing! What a blessing to think about that piece of the puzzle, this quarantine that we're going through. God wanted us to experience that. He wanted us to go through this so that we could learn a lesson. I'm not saying God wants bad things or evil things in our lives, but I do know this. God wants us to learn lessons in our lives. Are you learning that Jesus is the foundation? He is the cornerstone. He is the one that we can run to. There is no foundation except Jesus Christ that we should be building our lives upon. What a great moment. I'm going to talk about this later a little bit. But what a great time and a great moment for a reset in our lives. Making sure that that God is the foundation. Jesus is the foundation. And that we're following the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our guide and companion. Let the Holy Spirit lead you during this time. So your foundation must be sure. That's a big part of the, uh, a big piece of the puzzle in our lives. We need to make sure that the, the borders are set, that the foundation is set, that the foundation is secure in our lives. But I think another thing, another piece of the puzzle that I hear from other people and I think God is showing us even in our own family as well is number two. Family must take its proper place. Family must take its proper place in our lives. This is a recurring lesson from this time that we're going through. And it's a reminder to not just our families, but it's a reminder how important uh, community is in our lives. Hey, 
um, if you're living alone right now, we want you to know that it's, it's difficult. We know that that's not easy right now. But when we think about our family and, and even me and Melanie and Sophia in our house, and we've got our kids in the States as well, this has been a great reminder for us of how important it is uh, for parents to be parenting, how important it is for children uh, to be obedient and respectful, and, and how important it is that we have each other. Look at, look at me at Psalm 127. I want to read that an entire Psalm. It says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain that you rise up early and go to uh, go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives sleep to his beloved. Be- behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. You know, this passage reminds us how important it is that, that God, that Christ is the foundation of our homes, but it reminds us how important our families are. So I want to invite you to do a few things. Hey, recommit yourself uh, to your marriage. This is the perfect time, like I said, for a reset, perfect time for growth in your marriages. Do our, our, do our marriages or families ever take a back seat to our careers? to those things that we think are so important. Right now, with everything stripped away, we have no choice but to focus on our families. Again, God is trying to get our attention. He's showing us what's important. And our family is our first ministry. Even for me as, our, as a pastor, my first ministry is not this church. My first ministry is my family. We need to make sure that we're making it a high priority. Parents, I want to encourage you, lead your children like you never have before. Children, I want to remind you to listen to your parents like never before. Parents, your role in the family is vitally important. But children, you are so special and important and amazing in your family and in this church. Kids, you bring so much joy to us as parents. And we are so proud of you. And we're proud of you for going through this with us together. Tell your child right now, turn to your child if they're with you right now, turn to them and say, I love you. Turn to them and say, I'm proud of you. I'll give you a moment to do that. Reach out and give them a hug. And kids, I want you to say that back to your parents. Mom, dad, I love you. This is so important. Our families are so important. Family must take its proper place in our lives. It must be a high, high, high priority for us. We must work on our marriages, work on our parenting, work on being an obedient and a respectful child. This is something that's one of those puzzle pieces that maybe it's eluded you. Maybe it hasn't seemed so clear. And maybe your career has been more important than your family. Maybe other things have been more important to you than your family. But now you're realizing how important family is. Make it a high priority in your life. And then let me also say this, number three, point number three today. Church must be a high priority in our lives as well. The family and the church are God-ordained institutions. Look with me at 1 Timothy chapter 3. I want to read verses 14 and 15. It says, I hope to come to you soon, but I am writing these things to you so that if I delay, you may know how one ought to be, uh, behave in the household of God, 
which is the church of the living God, a pillar and buttress of the truth. The church is one of those things also that is, is so important because it's through the church that we have that community that we were talking about. It's through the church that we're able to serve. It's through the church that the gospel is preached and spread through church planting. It's so important. It's vitally important. And how much do we miss church right now? I hope you miss church. I miss meeting together with you. I miss seeing you. It's such a blessing and a privilege, isn't it, that we've been able to go to church all of these years And we look forward to seeing you again soon at church. But here's some things I want to focus on regarding church. Hey, church membership is so important. I want to encourage you, if you've been attending our church for years, or maybe you've even started watching our online services and and you don't have a church home, we want to encourage you, become a part of Sumo Long Baptist Church. We want to invite you to join us um, because, honestly, Uh, There may be a piece of the puzzle that's missing, and that might might be you in our church. God might want to use you in a special way to use your talents and your giftings, and and we want to encourage you to join us. Uh, We want to encourage you to keep on serving. Well, what can you do? Well, the sky's the limit right now. Get involved somehow. Like I said, share those posts on Facebook. Pray for people and write them and tell them you're praying for them. Uh, I I was so encouraged this week to hear some stories of people getting saved and, and that's happening and we're not hearing about that a lot but somebody uh, messaged us on, on on Facebook and they said I got to share the gospel with two of my friends during this time and they received Christ as their savior so we can serve we just have to be uh, creative and then I want to encourage you to support uh, we need to stay faithful in giving it's an act of worship and you're going to see that post again of how you can give online. And thankfully, we're able to continue paying our staff and to support our missionaries right now. But we need to continue to be faithful in giving. That's one way we can minister in our church. And then community is so, so important. I think that's a piece of the puzzle that I did not put enough emphasis on. It's one of those pieces that when you look at the puzzle, oh, that doesn't look maybe like it's so important. Community is so vitally important in my life, in your life, in our church. Let me say this to you very directly as your pastor. We need you. You're so important in this church. We are not complete without you. And you might look at your life, you might wonder, well, what can I do and and how is my life important? You are valuable in God's kingdom. You are needed so much. And we look forward to being able to meet together. I want to read to you a quote uh, from Tony Evans. Tony Evans wrote this, The beauty of the body of Christ is that it needs ears and noses and all sorts of parts. That's you and me. Every member of an orchestra doesn't play the same instrument, but they all play the same song. Each instrument um, in an orchestra is needed to fully express the music the conductor has chosen to play. You know, Jesus Christ is the great conductor of our lives. Stay in tune with him. But each instrument is unique. And we all may be different, but we're playing the same song. We're marching to the same beat. We we have the same order to take the gospel uh, to all the world. You are vitally important. We need you. We need each other. So let me ask you this today. Do things make sense in your life right now? Are you having trouble seeing the bigger 
picture of the puzzle of your life. As those pieces are being put together and you're trying to figure out, does this fit? Does that not fit? I'm not really sure what's going on in my life. Maybe that's you right now. God wants you to acknowledge and to know deep within your heart that He is in control. He is at work. I told you about those two people. I've actually heard about seven people this week uh, that through the testimony of people in our, in our church, they've responded to the gospel and gotten saved. God is at work. Amen. He continues to be at work. Please stare, share stories like that. Please get that word around. Encourage somebody like that with that, with stories like that. And let's give glory to God. He is our rock. He is our foundation. He is reminding us that He is still at work. God wants us to remember how important our families are. As I said earlier, do you need a reset in your family? Do you need to say, I'm sorry to someone in your family? Do you need to do a better job of being a father? Men, let's not just let our wives lead us. The biblical example is that the men lead the families. Ladies, you are incredible and you're amazing and we value you so much in our families and in our church. But men, how much stronger would our families be if we were the leaders that God designed us to be? You know, on the, I was sharing with you those Facebook stats. You know what the breakdown is of men to women watching our services each week? It's 65% women and 35% men. I would love to see that be 50-50. Men, it's time for us to take our place in our families, to take our place of leadership. Men, I want to encourage you to do this. Lead your family back to church when this is over. Lead your family to pray even right now, uh, even when this service is over. Read your Bible and ask your kids if they have read their Bibles today. Do a devotion together as a family. This is a perfect time for us to get things right in the family. And moms and dads and even children, I'm not saying that any of us are perfect. All of us have the potential to make mistakes, but maybe this is a perfect time for you to get things right in your family. Are we up for the challenge? Men especially, would you take that challenge with me to be the leader that God wants us to be? Let me ask you another question. How has this crisis affected your view of church? Let's be more committed to Christ's church than ever before. Right now, we cannot worship corporately. It's very difficult to serve right now or to give our offerings. Fellowship almost seems impossible right now. But we are the church. Pray for your church mates. Reach out with a word of encouragement to someone uh, that you miss seeing. Let them know that you're praying for them. Be creative. We have to be creative right now. We've had to do that as a church, and, and it's helped us, honestly, reach more people. Help us in our outreaches to the less fortunate in our communities. By the way, we'll be doing a new, another outreach. And just to, to share this with you, even in our surrounding communities out here, out, around here, around Messinog, we want to reach out to at least 100 families this week. But if you count El Dorado, if you count Kalawan, every week we're reaching out to 300 families at least every week. And so that is happening. But if you'd like to be a part of that, so let me tell you what we're doing this week. We're reaching out to our feeding center families. We're reaching out to some of our families in need uh, that have expressed a need to us. But here's what we're going to do this week. 
We're going to give a, a sack of food to them. And we're doing things like rice and mango and dried fish and some canned goods. It's a nice pack of food. It will help get them through this next week. But we're also going to do this. We're going to give each person a second bag with a gospel track and with a children's lesson in it as well. As well. And we're going to ask them, okay, we're giving you this sack of food. You give this other sack of food to your neighbor and you tell them about Jesus. We want to use this time to reach out to people that we would have never reached. We need to be creative and we're trying to do that. But you can be a part of that. Uh, we, I, I shared that in one of our devotionals this week and someone wrote me, I can't get the food to you, but can I give money? Yes, absolutely. You can do that. We want you to be a part of that. And that's a way to reach out to someone in need. We need to be creative. We're trying to do that. We want you to be a part of that. But all of these things, that we're talking about, all this puzzle of our lives. I want to ask you this question as well. Do you feel like there's a missing piece of the puzzle of your life? Maybe that missing piece is just saying sorry to someone and saying I'm sorry and asking, asking for their forgiveness. Maybe it's confessing a sin in your life. And maybe instead of living in regret because of something you didn't do, Make it right now. Or post-quarantine, make it right. Maybe the missing piece of the puzzle in your life is that you need Jesus Christ. All of this, what I've been talking about today, that foundation of God in your life, making family a priority, being a part of a church, and, and, and experiencing community in a church, and using your gifts, it all starts with a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and then it grows from there. We hope that as we reach out online and you are listening, maybe you're listening to our church for the first time, and maybe you're hearing a message like this for the first time, we hope that you realize that you need to give your heart and life to Jesus Christ. God wants to do something amazing with your life. Let Him do His work in your life. There is only one foundation for our lives, and that is Jesus Christ. We talked about that last week. There's no salvation in a church. There's no salvation in good works. And if you're sitting here listening to this right now, maybe you know there's something missing in your heart and you know there's something missing in your life and you don't know what that is and it's frustrating to you and you want the answers but you just can't seem to find the answers. I can tell you what the answer is. The answer is Jesus Christ. God loves you so much that He gave His one and only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I think one thing this quarantine has done for all of us and this crisis around the world has taught us how fragile life is. How everything can be upended and turned over in our lives. There's only one thing that is sure in our lives and that's God. God loves you so much and He wants to save you from your sins. The truth is, you're a sinner, and I'm a sinner. We all have sinned, and we fall short of the glory of God. And, and that's not something happy to talk about. That's not something good to talk about. We all fall short because of our sin. We are sinners born separated from God. So what's the answer? What is the hope? Jesus is the answer. He died to pay the penalty for your sins. And by praying to Him right now in faith 
and turning to him, realizing that your sin separates from you from God and saying, God, it's time for me to, to surrender that to you. It's time for you to pay for my sins. I want you to do that by praying to God right now. You can be saved. I want to ask you to bow your head and close your eyes. And if you know something's been missing in your life, if you know there's a missing piece and maybe that peace is God right now, and you want to ask God to forgive you of your sins, and you want to ask Jesus Christ to be your Savior, can I invite you to pray with me right now? Just, just bow your head and close your eyes and call out to God in faith. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I'm sorry, Lord, for all my sins. Lord, I want to turn from my sin, and I want to turn to you right now. I ask you to save me. Jesus, I believe you are the way to salvation. Please forgive my sins. Please give me eternal life. Please save me today. Christians, could I ask you a few questions? How many of us need to recommit ourselves to our family? Maybe there's been some missing pieces of the puzzle or they're there, they're just not put in place right now. Dads, how many of us would say, I want to be the leader that I need to be? Moms, how many of you would say, I want to be the support to my husband and my children that I need to be? Kids, maybe you need to be more obedient, more respectful to your parents. Right now, would you just pray to God and say, God, help me? How many of us would say, you know, that missing piece of the puzzle has been church for me, and I want to be more committed to church than I've ever been? Can I pray for all of us this morning? Lord, we ask you, Lord, to just keep working in our lives. Lord, we know you are the foundation. Help us to trust you. Help us to put our focus on you and, and, and only on you, Lord. I pray for every family that's listening to this broadcast right now. God, I pray that you'd help the, the husbands and the fathers to be the men of God that they need to be. I pray for every mom and wife. Lord, I pray that you'd help them to be the encouragement that they need to be. And thank you for what they're doing already in our lives. God, I pray for each child here uh, that's listening here. God, I pray that you would uh, help the, them to focus on you. Help them to draw close to you. God, I pray for each single person that's listening right now that you'd help them to be an encouragement to others around them. And Lord, we ask you all, I ask for all of us, Lord, uh, to, to teach us and to show us how we can still stay connected as a church. And Lord, after this quarantine is over, teach us and show us how we can be a blessing in our church. Thank you for the blessing of our church. Thank you that we have each other. And I pray that we would not take that for granted. And Lord, we ask you to continue to be with each uh, person in our community, Lord. Keep us safe from this virus. Lord, we ask you to continue uh, to be with uh, all of our frontliners, Lord, especially our medical professionals who are, are on the front lines every day. Lord, protect them in a special way. And God, I pray that as you bring up opportunities because of this crisis, I pray that we would see with spiritual eyes what you're trying to do in our lives. Help us to reach out to someone with the gospel. Help us to be a blessing to someone any way that we can. And we just commit ourselves to you right now and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we want to say thank you so much for joining us. And I just want to remind you about a few things. First of all, if you prayed to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior today, would you do something for me? In the comments below, would you just type yes? Yes, I receive Christ as my Savior. And that's all you need to put. You can even do that on inbox if you feel more comfortable doing that. 
but we want you to, to comment below if you watch this service, if you were encouraged by this service today, or, or you're praying for our church or whatever, just put a comment uh, and, uh, below in the comment section below. We want to know that you're here with us. You can like, uh, like the service as well. It's another way to show that you're staying connected and so that we hope that you can do that. And then also look on our Facebook pages for uh, ways that you can give and opportunities that you can give. And then if you would like to be a part of helping uh, with our outreaches, with our food packs, either drop by the church. There will always be somebody here that you can drop food to here. Or if you'd like to give or if you have questions about that, uh, message me. I'd love to talk to you more about that. Hey, I just want to tell you uh, that we love you. We miss you. We're praying for you. God bless each one of you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us in this week's podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. God bless.